What is meant when it said an arahant is free from kamma? They obviously have no bad karma leading to unwholesome states, but do they also lack good karma leading to wholesome states? Or does being free from kamma mean arahant's attainment of nibbana is not dependent on kamma? Both actually. The attainment of nibbana is uncaused. No. The attainment of nibbana is not. Nibbana itself is uncaused. There's something tricky there that our Maitaya Abhidhamma teacher taught us. Something about how, how the mind that realizes nibbana is uncaused. And I, I, may, I may be totally, because my Maitaya wasn't very good at the time, so I may be totally misunderstood. That's why we need Nadia to come here. There's a nun in Thailand. If anyone goes to Wat Lampung, tell her she has to fly to Sri Lanka and, and teach us all Abhidhamma. Um, but but that's um, that's not what it means. The, the being free from karma really does mean that arahants don't perform. An enlightened being doesn't perform any karma, doesn't perform any volitional acts, which means they never do anything with thinking that may this lead to that. They never have any thought in their mind that this act should lead to this or that. There's there's none of that charge in what they do. They act appropriately. They act according to the situation. An arahant doesn't have any desire to create anything. Doesn't have the desire to become a teacher. Uh, but when someone comes and asks them something, they act appropriately and they teach. When uh, the opportunity to give comes along, they will give. You could think of it as the path of least resistance which in fact is, in many cases, to to do very, very good deeds that seem to be very, very good, like giving and giving up and, and renouncing and so on. Uh, but they don't do it with any thought that it might lead to something. They do it with clear awareness and, and comprehension that that is the proper thing to do. As we were talking about yesterday, that's a really good example of the meaning of Sampajanya. Uh, Sampajanya, in one sense, can mean... Uh, understanding without even thinking or intellectualizing just intuitively understanding the appropriateness of an act whether it's appropriate or not acting in, in a perfectly natural way to every situation never never acting beyond what is appropriate so there are no good deeds and there are no bad deeds w remember what we mean by karma is not the deed itself and this is why I say the Buddha actually rejected the theory of karma. The word karma means action and the theory of karma is that actions have have uh, ethical consequences. The Buddha rejected this. He said an act doesn't have um, a, a physical act doesn't have ethical consequences. It's the mental act, the mental volition. So an arahant might perform the same acts that an ordinary person performs but they do it without the mental volition. They don't have any intention that it might lead to this or lead to that. And so as a result, they, they do avoid evil deeds. They avoid those deeds which would be based on anger, which um, require some kind of intention. May this happen. May this change occur. May, um, may there be this kind of stress or friction or tension or so on. And uh, an arahant doesn't do these things. 
naturally naturally avoids evil and naturally undertakes because that's the point of goodness is something that leads to happiness and, and evil is something that leads to suffering so they naturally avoid that which leads to suffering and naturally take up that because no one would ever create suffering if they knew it was causing suffering it, it, it's because we don't understand we're not clear that it's leading to our detriment and Arahant is free from that so no good karma, no bad karma, but it, to all appear external appearances, it seems like they're doing a lot of good karma. But you can see the difference. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever met an arahant, but um, if, you, if you look at people who are who are quite uh, advanced, you can see that they're really they're really detached from it. You know, they're really free from any cares about what's going to happen uh, in, in all circumstances. I mean, they're. An, supreme example of, of what we're meant to be, what we can achieve in that sense and, and they're a wonder to behold really in their, in their ability to be free from, from everything both, uh, both good and evil well no you have to see this is what I, I think he did I think he has the right understanding there bad karma as we understand it, good karma, it's important to clarify this, good karma, bad karma, refers to the deeds. The problem is we use the words incorrectly. We say, oh, you've got a lot of bad karma. But you don't have bad karma. You you have the results of, of bad karma. So the arahant can still experience the results of past bad karma. That's important to say because we can get confused, but I don't think he is confused that way. Uh, even in Thai, in in Buddhist countries, they will talk about having having karma. The truth is, you can't have karma. You do karma. Karma is the action. Um, yeah, it's nitpicking. I mean, it depends on what you mean. If if by bad karma you mean the action itself, then no, they don't have those. If if by having bad karma you mean having done bad karma, that's going to lead them to suffer. For sure, they can. Angulim Angulimala is a good example. Uh, I've got a video. I'll try to publish this video with subtitles of this Thai movie of Angulimala. It's a really good movie. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Mahamogalana suffered a lot. But he didn't have any bad karma. He didn't do any bad karma. 